Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Rad Dude Cast. I'm joined with Brendan Ayer, Anthony DeVito. I'm Greg Stone. We got a great episode today. Here it goes. You have um, to be supportive in these uh, trying times, man. Yeah, those, these ports got a mind of their own. I'll find. Well, I'll tell you this. Those headphones are a joke. I mean, what are we looking at here? You just Fine. completely ripped that thing off? <laughs> well, <laughs> they're falling apart. Well, because I'm one of the earliest Bose adopters of the group. Right. Of the so, group. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm, a, I'm Nobody's impressed with my USB, uh, with my LED lights. Nobody's impressed a lot. Very much. I feel like it's you're like, in a, a Turkish uh, lounge. I think I'm very <laughs> impressed. What? It looks no. like the ambulance finally came to take you back to the crazy house. <laughs> yeah, but a cool ambulance. Like, cool hey, before we one. go to the psych ward, we're going to a nightclub first. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're gonna, gonna get everyone laughing. EMT. <laughs> yeah, Brandon. Yeah, man. I just had little. That looked like you were all of a sudden you were transformed. I thought I thought you were. It was hot tub time machine situation, and you were about <laughs> to uh, uh, go through the the sands of time. <laughs> uh we're re we're recording like this that's the end of the story uh okay. i've got we'll an ad. One, one thing yeah have you tried the uh, power the power management settings power management you say yeah, let me yeah. type that in and no jokes about power management now brendan uh, i know you'll be tempted oh what kind of jokes i don't know you know them <laughs> Those are your jokes, not mine. <laughs> That's yours, man. Tell me about this. Now I'm mad that this guy's trying to doesn't know the jokes. I'm so oh mad at God. Brendan for all these things. Greg, <laughs> now is not the time. We have to be uh, supportive. Don't tell me when I can and can't have feelings. <laughs> okay, fine. You're not my feelings master. That's that's fine. That's true. But what I'm saying in this situation, mm -hmm. fuck your feelings, man. Yeah. You got to be a friend first, feeling second. And You're Brendan right. needs us right now. His ports have turned on him. Uh -huh. Oh, uh, none, none, no doing of his own. These things will shut off and shut on, turn on and shut off when, as they like. Mm -hmm. These bastards. Mm -hmm. um, don't think I've never been a victim of technology. Every day I fight it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, cool. What Brendan's site is that from? What site? What is uh, from the Marvel, Marvel oh, Legends? Yeah. Oh, we're on the movie. Right, right. But, no, we're not what, on uh, <laughs> What Build-A-Figure uh, set? <laughs> no Build-A-Figure. It's just the movie uh, the movie series. So they're individually wrapped. Oh, mm. wow. Yeah. Very exciting. I've nice. I haven't my, seen those. I've got, I've got some customs, too. This is that is, a big-ass pot? Yeah, well, this is actually out of Aunt May's front yard. That's not... That's not from Aunt May's yard. I know Aunt May's yard. Yeah. I have the whole no, series. This is the front lawn collection from Aunt May. And this is one of, this is actually uh, the pot that you've noticed in the movie. It's for a ficus plant. No, no. I have the entire Aunt May's lawn collection. What scale is it? That is, <laughs> it's not in scale. Yeah, that's like one sixth. 100 to one. Oh, wow. Yeah. 100 to one would not be big. <laughs> one to one is big. 100 to one would be less than micro machines. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, well, this is uh, two to one. 
<laughs> two to one, two to one, and then I have. I'm not even joking now. I also have the. These are the candles from Aunt May's bedroom. If you can see them, that's part of the Aunt May bedroom collection. These are actual Shh, brings back, brings back, brings back. What just happened to my like? Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, Mike, we got nothing. Let's just record an episode like this. Uh, and I'll eight minutes in. Yeah, I kill myself no, tonight. Uh, no. <laughs> what's that? No, Anthony. I said we're not counting this. We'll we'll start. We don't need to put people through the fixing right. of the computer section. Sound off, dear. How to? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mike. Uh, is, I think Mike. Mike is a Mike is a master at finding our voice within these things. So I, I, I would put no doubts to him that he can cut this up and create something that yeah. will go viral. I'd like to apologize <laughs> to all the listeners that my my USB uh, uh, ports are down. If anyone knows how to fix USB ports, uh, you know, get at us. But uh, really importantly, today. Ladies and gentlemen, huge news, huge mm. news. The Rad Dude Cast shop is up and running on Teespring. All new merch. Uh, we got shirts, lady shirts, tank tops, masks, sort of balaclava type stuff. If you want to run a uh, rob a bank, uh, stickers, all reasonably priced with the new Wolf logo. You can select all your different colors. Uh, Mike, what's the link on that? You go to Teespring teespring.com slash shop slash rad dude cast is that correct uh well slash store slash rad dash dude dash cast dot shop slash, but we'll put the, the link up everywhere as well yeah we're gonna have to put the link nobody's gonna get there great no we made an impossible link to our store uh <laughs> we made an impossible goddamn link but let me tell you this stuff looks great it's that it's that new wolf logo you're seeing everywhere and you see uh on your on your on your podcast player or you see on the videos and uh you can customize everything's going to be black when you look at the store but when you go in and click on shit you can get it in almost any color you want it's fantastic mike didn't add thongs as i requested but again that's uh teespring <laughs> yeah we guy, man. we're not doing thongs <laughs> we're, not craziest. Doing thong. we're not doing thongs why are we not doing thongs i because can't get a thong Thing. You can buy a thong, you Go. can wear a thong, you yeah. can give a thong out to somebody, <laughs> but this is not the thong podcast. <laughs> this that is not that is not in sync with who we are as a we were not at the Staten Island comedy club. Yeah, man. So Mike told me this is great news. Mike told me uh East Spring does not carry thongs yet. And, uh, yeah, Mike had and, to say whatever to shut you up. No, as <laughs> the original and, trying to get us to sell thongs, you <laughs> lunatic. As the original, uh, uh, as the original constitution of the Rad Dude Cast state, <laughs> if one member has an idea, we go with that idea. So as soon as thongs are available, look out for those Rad Dude Cast wolf thongs on. Sure. Uh, I got, a, I got an idea. I got an idea. No thongs. Oh, we didn't see we didn't foresee this in the Constitution. Well, yeah, according to the bylaws, that has to stand. <laughs> and I believe what's also in the bylaws is we we've always um entertained ourselves to be a democracy. So mm. I am siding with Greg on this about no thongs. Let me state my case. We are not a bar in Long Island. Let me state my case. Let me state yeah. my case. Hey, yeah, 
I'd like to get pictures of the ladies wearing the thong or the men wearing the thongs they buy from us. B. Okay? I mean, let's just not, let's just yeah, say it's on. A. Yeah. It's A. It's A by oh. a wide margin. And yeah, go, go, ahead, ahead. go and no, go ahead. Uh, well, maybe we'll see this one at the same time. We mainly have guy listeners. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. matter. They get a thong for the lady in their life. Turn them on a little something extra when they get going there. I don't care what you're about to say for B. I guarantee it's A. Is what I'm going to say. No, yeah, let's see what kind of. Let's see what B could possibly be. I'll tell you what B is. First of all, I got all sorts of lighting fucking problems with my USB port issues. It's all been covered in the show, man. I'll tell you what B is. Little Rock, Arkansas, okay? That's notoriously one of my top koozie <laughs> markets, okay? I sell mm -hmm. koozies there. I move koozies uh, like you wouldn't fucking believe. They call me the koozie man in Little Rock, Arkansas. Last time I was there, the feature act, this guy's selling thongs. This guy's selling multiple thongs. He's got G-strings and standard thongs. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Every <laughs> single goddamn act was hooters. Every yeah. single goddamn woman that walked into that place walked out, walked right by the koozies. Their guy, their man was trying to buy a koozie. They said, we don't need koozies. Get both thongs. I was sitting there going, that doesn't even fit you, lady. That doesn't fit you. It didn't matter. They wanted the thong. They're thong crazy. <laughs> so I would argue that we are not an opener in Arkansas. <laughs> I mean... Sure. He's probably, yeah. I mean, I, I opened for a guy who did 45 minutes on being a redhead and sold <laughs> 30 shot glasses after his show. We're not knife salesmen. Yeah. We are a podcast. And yet it's hard to, it's funny too, like the guy who's like going down on a girl and he's like, wait a minute, what podcast is that? <laughs> and then that's how we yeah. get subscribers for our advertising. That reminds me to sign up for the Patreon. Look, look, well, look, look. Reminds I you guess, to sign up. I guess what we can say to the no, listener. I mean the guy. The, oh. <laughs> right, the right. Th the thong issue is still up in the air, I guess. Sure. Uh, we'll revisit it. Oh, my God, up in the air. Yeah, yeah. We'll table that for now, Brendan. Is that good uh, enough for you? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to table it for the time being. I don't see it as being ruled out entirely. You both have made some good points about what we're not. Uh, <laughs> But I, on the other hand, have also made some good points. So hard to say who's right. <laughs> who's right? Who's wrong? Who knows? No one yeah, knows. That is true. But if I could say, I do like the phrase thong crazy. <laughs> as yeah, in, was, I, as, as something. If anything was going to get me, it was going to be thong crazy. Because <laughs> I, I relate to a certain sexual madness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I love it. Well, you got to get down to Little Rock. They're thong crazy over there. <laughs> I mean, so it was wild. And you, if you think I was, wasn't was getting horned up to the max, just watching every lady buy a thong right in front of my yeah. eyes. Right. And there, in, in, and there leads the, another problem we run into. As three men in healthy relationships <laughs> trying their best to keep their dicks in their pants. <laughs> I don't know that I want to add to the pressure of anyone being like, hey, want to see this thong I bought from you? You're on the road with me uh, in the middle of nowhere. Phones off. <laughs> I prefer to keep I prefer to keep this car going straight down straight avenue. Yeah. Well, see, Brendan loves to live on the brink. 
Whereas you and I, I'll get a picture like that. I'll throw my phone off a bridge. Cancel my plan. My eyes go red. Instead of seeing money signs, I see horny signs. It's like a stop sign, but it says horny, and it's not red. It's green. It's go. Go for horny. And so I got to I gotta close my eyes and just go. Blah, 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 blah. That's why I carry a leash with me on the road. I just tie myself. I have to chain myself to a radiator like a werewolf. Mm. You're like a Professor Lupin in, in Harry mm. Potter. You oh, know, yeah. on a yeah. full moon, you've got to restrain yourself or take your medicine. Otherwise, you should you should start putting uh, what's that stuff they used to sneak into like uh, uh, army guys salad to make them less uh, horny? Saltpeter, I think it's called. They used to unhorny <laughs> wow. people uh, secretly. Huh? I didn't. I have no idea about what that. The, I'm gonna have yeah. to look that up. That's a that good thing for. That's a good thing for Greg to look up and get the guy eating salads. Yeah, yeah they, the double they also, win, double whammy. They also was a rumor. I don't know if this was true, but I got real hair problems today. I got hair problems, lighting problems, USB problems. Uh, for those of you listening to audio only, don't look at me. Uh, but uh, there also was a rumor at my college they would put protein powder in the salad for the anorexic girls. Well, that's ah. I don't wow. know. Is that just going to make them go more anorexic and believe that nothing they can do can help? <laughs> Good point. Yeah. 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 Jesus Christ, I've only been eating salad. And I'm <laughs> yeah. This thing yeah. is a myth. Salt yeah. Salt, there's a there's saltpeter. Uh, and does Mike, Mike, does that uh, decrease your horniness levels? Is that what goes on there with saltpeter? That's what they would use it for, correct? Yeah. So they, they, they put it into the military, you know, they, they're they'd become killing machines not uh, fucking machines yeah and mike you know when you get your uh, moment in the sun there you can feel free to uh, take it seize the moment you know you don't have to just give information to to give hor- to get horny <laughs> no but mike could throw a little flavor oh, right. throw a little flavor outside of just the fact and he normally does i just don't want you i want you to always you know, don't no, feel tread, pressure that you gotta give. Tread just lightly, back. tread lightly, Anthony. You don't know. You don't know what you are enticing here. Not with Mike. We've been down this road before with other I'm human not, beings, where we say, "Hey, have a good time." Then all of a sudden, it's no longer the Rat Dude Cast. It's no one gets to talk anymore. I am just saying, don't treat that thing like a hot mic. But when you you get on that thing, you know, have a little fun. You say that, and ever after every episode, I always call him and go, "Mike, great job not talking today. Keep it up. You're on the line. Your job's on the line." I get it. Now, I would say this. I would say, <laughs> look, we've had a string of uh, good producers for the Rad Dude Cast. Oh, I don't have. I would not. I would not say any of them were uh, were um, inept. The thing about Mike, Mike's a professional. Mike's a Mike's. This is Mike's job, and this guy nails it. He nails mm-hmm. it every time he comes in, just the right amount. If you want to add a little spice, add a little spice, Mike. We don't have, but like, and Greg is trying to say, don't talk at all. I'm saying, take the risk, Mike. Every word you say, your job's on the line. <laughs> your job, my career. If you say something that I don't think is funny, I might just quit the podcast. I might quit comedy. It's all over on you. Well, now um, he doesn't want to say anything. Yeah, now Mike's <laughs> living in fear. He's, he's a tyrant. 
what I'm saying, I'm saying is, uh, you know, we we ask we ask the restaurant for chicken and they give us chicken, but don't be afraid to throw a couple spices on there. Well, make sure it's that. chicken. What? What are you doing? You're going into restaurants and just going <laughs> chicken, and then you say, "Oh, they spiced it this time." No, there's spe specific chicken dishes, Anthony. <laughs> you I'm order saying. what exactly the chicken you want. Yeah, but what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. We're saying the same thing. We're saying, give me the chicken that I asked for. And yeah. I, look, and I look, and I'm not saying like if I asked for a chicken marsala, I expect marsala sauce. But if you wanted to put you know, more pepper than others do on it, or uh, vis, you know, vis-a-vis -vis whatever, that's mm -hmm. the, the, the 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 food is intact. <laughs> but the particulars, yeah, a little you dress it however you want. Give, give it your signature touch. That's what I mean. And what I'm saying is, I have lots of food allergies, <laughs> and you don't know what they are. So put some shit on there, but I might have a reaction. <laughs> no, I'm actually. Just to be clear, I love. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah, kidding, but everyone knows. I'm kidding. Know. He knows. He knows. Saying, <laughs> say the wrong word. <laughs> I cut you open like an Amazon package with my box cutter. For those of you uh, listening audio only, Greg has just uh, yeah. I said box cutter. They get it. Un unsheathed the box cutter on Anthony <laughs> and threatened to cut him. Well, no, I'll be. This knife isn't for Anthony. That's it's for. for it's if Michael tries anything more than two sentences. <laughs> it is I'm a later. fine box cutter, I will say. That is a nice... Yeah. A man who receives packages at exactly, the level Brandon. you do. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> well, this guy's got backup box cutters. People would walk in and go, well, must be another planned hijacking. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I just got so many goddamn... I got so many goddamn Amazon toys that I, uh, I said, I got to get a real box cutter. I got to get the life together here. I'm sure that's the top of the line, but I know that's the best on the market, I bet. Best one you can get for seven bucks. That's the only one they had. That's the best one you could get that that's the only one they had. <laughs> and I'll tell you this, and just a little quick aside. I said, give me the one with the spring, because I want the spring to spring it back, because I one time tried to cut a box and like literally brought it right to my throat, but the spring kept me from opening my fucking carotid uh, artery open. Guy sells it to me, goes, yeah, it is the one. No spring. I think you don't like me. Well... Be honest, though. <laughs> that would be how you'd want to go out, opening a yeah. package. Yeah. Die yep. doing what he loved. <laughs> opening a, a package of wires. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's Can like I uh, those little tiny. I mean, it's so it's so short. Like, if you don't get an artery, like, it's kind of yeah. like how in prison, like, they got to make, like, those tiny little pokers, you know, as their shivs. Mm. And mm. so it's like, you. when I watch a prison documentary, it's like, it's always just some guy that's completely fine. That's like, yeah, they stabbed me 678 times <laughs> in, in a single organ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah you're modified short with your yeah. knives, man. Yeah. You're getting stabbed with a dull end of a toothbrush. Now, <laughs> I'll say this. Greg, he had initial aside early on in the podcast, and then the lighting situation took that away. And then he's recently also had something to say. So we got a double whammy coming from Greg. Have oh, that. no. They're the same thing. Oh, uh, but then I'd like to get into that. We twice. have to get into today's topic, which I think is very important that we talk about. But I just want a quick aside, which is, uh, man, I was on Amazon. <laughs> uh, was like last Thursday or something. And it suggested to me a sexy woman's lingerie. And I was like, <laughs> this is, I said, I was like, this is a weird suggestion. But 
I was looking at all those like half legs for a while. Remember I was telling you, I was looking at like yes. legs that were like, they were just like pocket pussies, but they were full legs. And I'm like, man, this thing remembers those. So I'm like, let me, let me so I see the sexy laundry and I go, I'm going to get this for old. I'm going to get this for old Tita, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, look, looks kind of stretchy. Uh, make the purchase. Came this morning. <sighs> one six scale. So <laughs> just whatever. So just to be clear on what I purchased was uh sexy lingerie for an action figure. Yeah. Once even my, and I could do one twelve. This was one sixth. So mm. it was even too big for my other ladies. But yeah. uh if you want to give your woman a complex, buy her lingerie that she might go, I don't know if I'll fit in it. Oh, are you one sixth the size of a human? <laughs> that's the only way you're going to get into this. <laughs> so I had to bring it. I brought it. I already brought it to the post office and returned it. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You got to be fucking kidding me. I just look at so many, I guess, toys online that it was yeah. like, oh, yeah, we we know what you want. You you want 61 six scale fucking laundry. Now, there's some interesting questions here because mm-hmm. either this lingerie was just very deceptively described and labeled or you took one look and hit auto purchase because like <laughs> I, I feel like you got to come out front and be like you know one six scale sexy lingerie it was so it wasn't so let's be clear it was uh just some really sexy stockings right so yeah. i i was like ah this is something i can get that i don't really have to look too hard into the size ah, uh okay and let me tell you this though, you're not wrong. I saw it went, I'm buying these for her. I'm buying this from a lady and just yeah. bought them immediately. Yeah. Looked at them when I went to return because I had to go to Amazon to like do the return. And it says clear as day, one six opens with one six scale <laughs> for hot toys. Yeah. And I don't own any hot toys, but it was like, oh, this wow. is very they were very clear. But my dick went, go day. And it just <laughs> jumped on the buy now button. Yeah, it's a tough so. self to do. Because you're you're like uh, I guess they won't fit you, and then, you know, guess I'll just have to put it on one of that one Harley Quinn, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yeah, dude. And I want to say this exactly what he's doing here. <laughs> the uh, well, here's something that's kind of bothering me too: the pricing of uh, sexy lingerie mm. is the same price Shouldn't as be. what you'd think normal human sized lingerie would be. Right. You'd think that they'd give you a discount on one six scale. But that's no, about it was twenty bucks, probably about the same price. Nimble craftsmanship. That's I think it might be why. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously the uh, material cost is lower, but you know, se- human section, uh, human full size human sexy lingerie. They're mass producing that. They got a factory mm. cranking that out. The little one six scale. You know, they got a guy sewing that with his hands and shit. You got to pay yeah. the up uh, up charge. You know. I thought what they were doing was just right. throwing it in the washing machine multiple times until it shrank <laughs> down to one six yeah i'd say you could have given that to my grandma she shrunk everything <laughs> um but no brendo is uh, right about that because i remember back you know um when i i found that to be the case with exotic animals when i had uh nosy clean paws um my college girlfriend's hamster and i thought when i took that thing to the vet it'd be like a dollar because it was mm-hmm. so tiny <laughs> But no, it was like four times the price because I got to use all kinds of special needles. <laughs> Brendan. Yeah. Well, Brendan. Uh, are, you, are you amongst uh, those rare few that classify hamsters as exotic? 
Well, here, I would not. That was the vet's words. I would not either. <laughs> to me, that's a child's toy. But they, they fall under the umbrella of exotics. You put a hamster in there with, with a white tigers, yeah. <laughs> wild flamingos. Yeah, they're right in there. Yeah, a Komodo dragon. What do you mean exotic vet? This is not. You could even get this in the war zoo. They don't even have a hamster in the worst fucking zoo in the world, and you're telling me this is exotic. I thought the same thing, man. I was, uh, oh, Anthony's got an echo. Well, there's a reason I typed it in, so uh, to not alert you or ruin the podcast. But no, Actually, read those things out loud. Uh, it's from, uh, probably from, it's, yeah, it's from uh, Brendan right now. Um, oh. Oh, cool. Reverse um, polarity. Situation. Now, Greg had earlier mentioned that my uh, headphones are fucked up. Um, yes, they're falling apart at the seams. Um, this happened to me yesterday. So we saw. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you this story. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> there's a, it's there either was, really boring or really revealing. Boring. No, no, so oh, good. Boring. Yeah. Okay. It's horribly boring. <laughs> I love it. It's a couple fun. of days ago. Every now and again, we'll see a cockroach in the apartment. Not our doing. They're just uh, we're we live on the ground floor. Usually, not people's doings. They don't usually invite them in for a hang. <laughs> sure, not your doing. Not our doing. Yeah, yeah I uh, one of our cockroaches. This I was... got a cockroach infestation, but I'll be honest, I brought him in. So I just bought a jar, dumped him on the floor. <laughs> I gotta call a, I gotta call an exterminator. Hey, Mr. Exterminator, I got a, uh, I got a bunch of cockroaches here. My doing, of course, my doing. Wasn't sure what would happen. I uh, just, a, just a Jansport pack full of cockroaches. I let loose into the fridge. And again, my doing, my doing. Call me the fool. I thought they'd leave. They stuck around. Turns out they reproduced. Uh, This is on me. So I'm calling really to ask you, what do you got to say to them to ask them to go? I mean, I've turned the lights out. Dinner was over and they are just hanging. Went to bed, obviously. I said, well, yes, Julia and I'll go to bed. And they just hung around. (laughs) <laughs> sorry well no don't be sorry they, you're, i mean this thing's got nothing so that was that was good uh anyway, so i you know a couple of days ago she saw one on the uh, stovetop and you know, she she killed it julie gets a fire in her eyes when she sees a cockroach that is uh terrifying at the same time uh sexually exhilarating um but uh anyway so she kills this thing i'm out of the house but mm-hmm. then I but I know that's what happened over there. But a few days ago. So I walk into the kitchen yesterday to get. Some, I think I was getting some nog. Uh, some nog. <laughs> God, you are a, you're a weird dude. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, get some nog. I mean, like, that's a get some nog. That's, that's even weird. You're just an asshole. <laughs> you make the most un-arrogant things so arrogant. <laughs> Yeah, it's a free. I have a Fraser disease. So anyway, <laughs> so I'm in there, you know, and then I was I was looking at the stove, and I I think I meant I mentally made the connection, and then I felt this dangly thing come in my mouth. I thought a cockroach flew in my oh, mouth, course, so yeah. I I threw these headphones off of me, and um, yeah, yeah, like I said, end of story. So that's what's right. going on with this. Here's what I like about you. <laughs> You are a man who takes his time to paint a picture. <laughs> Anyone else would have just said, ah, this broken headphone, dude, thing came off, throws a cockroach, I threw him. 
you took us <laughs> start to finish. You turned this into an episode of Roots, right? Nine VHS tapes for this story. And I couldn't be happier. I loved it. Yeah, that's how I've been. That's how I was taught to tell stories. Don't worry about the point or the end. Just You'll figure it out. <laughs> just really, just really bulk up the the, the middle parts. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I look like Rufio, I think. When yeah. did you look like Rufio? Rufio, did you ever see the movie Peter Pan, Brendan? Oh, of course. I know Rufio. Hey, uh, but I'm saying <laughs> you're saying right now you look like Rufio? Well, don't they? Doesn't he have a long dangling earring? Yes. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. Rufio. Yeah. Rufio. I think he's yeah. dead, or is that a rumor? He the died in the movie. Character or the real life guy? The character is oh, dead in the movie. Well, I think both. I think Rufio, the actor, I may have heard he's dead, but I might be thinking of Jonathan Brandis, who's definitely dead. He is. Yeah, they both might be dead. Oh, no, that kid, I think I see him around every now and again. Yep, that's his brother you're talking about. (laughs) I know who you're confusing Uh, him with. I confuse him with the same thing. Michael. uh, uh, Dante Bosco is still alive. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. What's he up to? Um, He's gained a lot of weight. (laughs) Oh, let's see a picture. Not like me. Yeah, let's I've see Rufio currently. Greg yeah, you lost. have lost a lot of weight, Greg. You ten, look great, by the way. Ten, pa- ten pounds. He'll let the whole world know about it on Instagram. He won't shut up about it. Dude, I, <laughs> you ever do one of these bits where people, you get a huge laugh of a thing you didn't realize was like a funny line, and then you go, yeah, all right, okay. I, I guess that's pretty yeah, funny. of course. Dude, that's, oh, not that yeah. oh, that's nothing. Yeah. The guy's probably yeah. 40. He looks great. He looks He's old and 40. Yeah, older than forty. Man. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. We were 90. little kids when that came out. He's probably fifty. Yeah, gotta be. Uh, I was doing a joke about losing weight uh, because yeah. I, you know, I lost my weight because of my mindful masturbation and my hip thrusts into the bins. Right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so sure, yeah. I'm just telling everybody. I'm like, I'm not even doing this as a bit. I'm just doing it as a, a public service announcement. What is Anthony doing? He's, what? Uh, he, he, no, there was. <laughs> There's a speck of dirt. There's a speck of dirt on my screen, so I had to get rid of it. Oh, all right. So I'm doing. I'm talking on. I'm. I'm doing a show, and I was telling everybody about this mindful masturbation. How I lost 15 pounds. I'm like, and I just like just throughout the line. I was like, yeah, I lost all this weight, you know, from this mindful masturbation and these bins, and I'm on Adderall. And then everyone just started laughing, and I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. It's probably the Adderall, not the <laughs> sexual half hour I'm spending fucking bins every night. Not Almost true. every night. Not true, dude. I know. Not true. Actually, it's core. It's I think a it's a good workout. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for the core. I feel if, like your heart, if your heart rate's up, your heart rate's up. It doesn't matter if you're jogging on a track or fucking a pocket pussy between two bins. <laughs> exercise <laughs> is exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I do like that you would casually drop it as if they would just have a working knowledge of your your bin fucking and mindful masturbation that you oh, would no. just, just say it so flippantly. Like you, I set them up. I mean, this was a three-minute <laughs> oh, okay. setup of them oh, telling okay. of me telling them what's going on in my life, oh, okay. and just to to an astonished. You know, we do the Rat Dude Cast so much that like you guys kind of like I just talk, and you guys, you know what's coming, right? When you just drop this on a crowd of strangers in a restaurant, they were shocked. They were all just looking at me like, "Wait, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm fucking bins. You guys don't get this. What's not to get? I'm taking my time. I'm having a good time." <laughs> anyway do you guys mind yeah. if i pivot into what i wanted to talk about yes i would love for that yeah, real, real quick can i say a, a real quick story along the lines of anthony's story sort of one of those ones that goes nowhere yeah 
and because your your subject sounds meaningful. Uh, yesterday, uh, <laughs> yesterday, uh, Amy gave me this uh, uh, thing, and she goes, uh, she goes, could you uh, could you figure out a way to get um, to, to get this converted for me? Because uh, it's uh, it's a play. I was it's a video of a play I was in in high school, um, and I'd love I'd love to see it. And I go, uh, no. And she goes, why do we not? Ha- do we do we not have the equipment? And I go, no, it's a micro cassette from an answering machine. Uh, <laughs> so it's incapable of holding anything except 15 minutes of audio file. That's what you'll get. So I don't know who recorded this play for you, but they ripped you off. <laughs> All right, Greg, to you. Oh, no. I just wanted to uh, – I told you guys about this. You know <laughs> – you know, sorry. I, you know, most plays. Uh, hey, sorry, we're not home right now, but please uh, <laughs> leave a message after the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, I think we're all familiar with Les Miserables. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate to spoil the fun times we're having to bring up a sad topic, but I just really thought we should talk about it because I think we all have a connection to this. Um, past week, you know, we heard the creek in the cave went out of business there she closed the doors oh, forever right yeah yeah right but we all we we all have that in common anthony and i ran a show there for six six or seven years uh brennan did the show after our show remember that right yeah chest yeah, hair, chest hair. Shoes, yeah yeah and um so i just figured we talk a little bit about the creek in the cave because we uh you know like man i it's such a crazy thing because we love that place i loved that and hated that place you loved it because like the lady would let you do whatever the fuck rebecca who i love would let you do whatever the fuck you want you just anthony i ran a play we did a, a superhero play there was an hour that she let us do we did a we did a show where we just turned all the lights out and we did stand up in the dark and it was like cool and weird i was fucked up all the time and then you'd also have the uh that was the good and then the bad was you know sometimes no one would be there and you'd just do a show for no one but um I thought you guys, I just want to figure maybe we go over some fun stories about the Creek. If you have any, well, I got uh, one that's not so fun. It's I'm probably directly responsible for the closure. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, one time, uh, me and Jim twos were running chest hair. Uh, that was the name of our show. Uh, that show ended about eight years ago. Nori Davis still doesn't know my name and just calls me chest hair. Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, I think he does know my name. I think he just likes calling me chest hair. That's what I tell myself to feel good. Anyway, uh, uh, there's three people in the audience, uh, kind of this bundled up sort of weird looking guy stands, starts standing in the back. Well, me and twos are up on stage bantering between comics. He's all bundled up. It's winter time. He's got a big park on a hat, you know, and uh, uh, we get off stage. We bring up the comic. I go back there to be like, hey, man, you can come sit down. Uh, it's Louie, uh, Louis CK. I go, oh, shit, you want to go up? He goes, ah, it's a little light. Uh, and then he walked out and never came back to the Creek in the Cave in the history of his life. So that was the one shot the Creek had at Louis being there. But maybe in hindsight, good thing. I don't when know. Did, 
Did a tremendous amount of slobber just fall from your mouth? Yeah, it's huge. It happens. It happens. It happens with me. You'll get that. You should see the microphone <laughs> cover. St. Bernard. You should see the cover of my microphone. And I've never seen this happen to anyone else that has a, 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 a wind guard on their microphone. It's coated in a layer of uh, yeah. saliva. It's disgusting. But, uh, yes, that was uh, one creek story I have. Um yeah, for me, um, they they kind of blend together in terms of um, uh, I can't think of anything like in particular. It's just more for me. It was a more of a this uh, this feeling of uh, just total chaos, which I loved. You know, yeah, yeah um, you nothing in particular. I, not like I gave you this topic to talk about <laughs> well, a week and a half ago. Well, <laughs> I forgot. You only but, met uh, your uh, girlfriend there. That We've only done eight true. years of TV, of shows there. Yeah, well, man, give me some time to cycle through. Sure, I, must admit, I must have missed this text. Four but days. I, will, I, I yeah, must I have missed this text. I'm sorry. I, I, I must have missed this, Greg. But I will say this. Uh, I think the three of us, because the creek. Okay, so for those of you listening that aren't familiar with the New York comedy scene, The Creek and the Cave is a Mexican restaurant with an attached black box theater and a basement bar lounge area. The black box theater was the main comedic area. Uh, there was also some comedy happening in the basement, mostly open mics. Um, and it was kind of uh, uh, what you would call all, uh, the, uh, the, the hub of the alt comedy scene for, for quite a few years, uh, I, I would say. Um, and uh, uh, we, the three of us, have the honor, and this is a stage that Murder Fist has performed on, uh, tons of, uh, 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 what do you call it, the, uh, the Wildcats, tons of, of outlandish acts. I think <laughs> the three of us hold the honor of doing the only sketch that got stopped uh, mid-sketch for being uh, too sexual. Uh, remember we wrote in like a day. I don't know what it was for. It was a sketch that. It's for somehow, underbelly. Yeah. It somehow had Greg like making us put a gun in our mouth. And then yeah. R. Kelly came on and we had to start masturbating. Right. And, yes. but, both, right. <laughs> but both Anthony and I just being the actors that we are, just had our hands on our dicks, just fully caressing our penises with Greg having a gun to our heads. Yeah. And the sound guy stopped it, was like, you can't do this. We did he's let it coward. go on for a little bit. Well, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's a coward. But that's going to the thing. And yeah. No, yeah. No, now, okay. Now memories are starting to come back to me. And now I remember what I wanted to say and stuff. But uh, I do remember that in particular. It was a sketch for uh, Reed Failer and Andrew Short had this show that began in Ohio called Underbelly, where stand ups would come on. And it was, it was, I mean, the creek already was like, do whatever you want. Yeah. Nobody's here except for one cat. And he's not even paying attention. Yeah. yeah. No. So do. Yeah whatever there's people yeah. the only people here it's a stray cat and four guys from fresh direct who need an alibi yeah, yeah. And, and a strange bicycle man that never misses a show oh yeah you know who yeah. i'm talking yeah. about yeah he'd give you a, he'd give you a sticker at the end that said like laser nuts or whatever and he'd be like i'm trying to get my company off the ground and he'd be like, i don't see a company here. i don't even know what that means but yeah anyway so yeah so that was that was the scene and then underbelly underbelly was uh i think 
consistently, aside from Wildcats, Wildcats was a show with Jeff Wesselschmidt, Eli Sowers, and Joel Wilkowski, which they would do uh, a stand-up show, but inside the stand-up show was uh, a narrative. Then the narrative was gruesome. It was like, uh, it was South Park, but just not palatable at all. Mm. It was something topical, but just, just, just disgusting. <laughs> I watched, yeah. you know, usually 9 uh, 11 based. Yeah, 9 11 yeah. based, abortion based, hot come topic based. themed. Come, yeah. come based goes without saying. Um, so, uh, but Underbelly was a show which um, was a little bit more structured in the sense where it was just, it was book stand ups and you were given kind of like five minutes to do whatever, but it couldn't be stand-up. I think that was the premise of the show. So uh, we, the three of us were booked on it. I forget the basics of what we wanted to do. We only knew that in the end it devolved into, yes, Greg, uh, uh, us either voluntarily shoving a gun holding us at gunpoint and then a choir behind us while R. Kelly came on and we started masturbating. We were in speed. I put a picture of it on Instagram. No, no, no. This is what's crazy. This is what's so crazy about the creek (laughs) in the cave. That is something different. And I don't remember what that picture is from. That was from Uh, show. Oh, you're right. You're show. I don't remember what it was. Right. Like our birthday yeah. show. We came out and we gave her a 72 pump salute, I think. Yes. Which <laughs> we right. come out and we just go 72 pumps. Yeah. And we right. did 72. And it's a very long time. Yes. And yes. um and so so for the, the masturbation one, I do remember us starting to masturbate. And I remember going like, I'm in the bit. You know what I mean? Like I'm right. doing this, and it didn't feel it didn't feel like I, the creek was such a place. And I, this is gonna sound horrible. The creek was such a place where uh, it was like art in the '60s. You know yes. what I mean? Where it was yes. like, if you're masturbating in public, you don't feel like you're committing a crime. You feel like it's high. Like you feel yeah. high art. You feel you know you feel like Warhol. So yeah. and the sound guy was fine with it. And I think after, the sound guy was Gigi Allen. Yeah, yeah. And the sound guy after like. I don't know. Maybe I want to say this is being generous, but maybe 30 seconds started to see it with legal eyes and, <laughs> right. and, yeah. and shut it off. But for it seems so par for the course that it just let it go. But that was that, that's a great way to put it. Where that was that wasn't even the what I posted on Instagram. And what I posted on Instagram is Greg and Brendan and I lined up in speedos with whistles uh, and uh, drought with a uh, with uh, you know um, eyes wide shut masks and top hats. <laughs> <laughs> with with, dude, a, uh, with people singing behind us, that was even the time that we're talking about. So. That dude, I that, remember oh, ahead, looking. Greg, Greg. I remember looking over at you, Anthony, as you started to masturbate and going, "How does he know? How does he not know he doesn't have to actually be masturbating?" <laughs> like I remember looking, going, "I'm like, this guy's really masturbating. Why is he really masturbating? <laughs> we fix this very easily." We both were, and I think there was this, what Anthony was saying, there was this art moment where in my head I was going, we're doing it. We're really doing it. Like, this is, this is method you yeah. know <laughs> yes i yeah this and this is what i want to i think i talked talk to greg about this and this is what i loved about the creek more than anywhere else and i think this holds true is that even other places like you're talking about like the hubs of all comedy like even like ucb they wanted to cultivate a look they wanted mm-hmm. they were going for something the creek asked nothing of you nothing. they yeah. just said be whoever you are throw a bunch of shit on the wall nobody's watching Right. Yeah. 
So don't worry about it. And that that level of uh, fostered such a level of freedom um, that all happened under one roof, whether it be people telling like disjoined one liners, whether it be people dressing up in, uh, you know, Joe Pera uh, dressing up in ridiculous outfits and doing like it just everybody was there in that moment doing exactly what they wanted. And um, and young and, and, you know, really, really <laughs> hammered on bad margaritas. I mean, it, yeah. it was just, uh, you know, it was a perfect storm for a piece of folklore. The, the, I have so many specific memories of just watching audience members break. Just like <laughs> just getting up going, I'm, I'm out. I can't watch. This is fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> we, Anthony and I were part of us. We did Savage Animals, our show, but then we combined with the group sketch uh, jerk practice. And we, we were in a sketch group called jerk practice. And I think I may have told this story before, but it's just one of my all time favorites. Uh, we were doing a sketch and in between sketches, the sketch groups would have to change. So we would write these like interval sketches that would buy the other people time to get changed <laughs> for the sketches. Yeah. Um, so that they, we, they can come out and do the next sketch. Now it was a Hans Fry, a free wall, Fry Wald, I forgot how to spell his last name. Fry Wald, Casey oh. Van Heel, uh, DeVito. You guys uh, had just done a sketch. I don't remember what it was. Um, you had to go back to get ready for the next sketch. And what we had in between was we had, I was supposed to come out as <laughs> the mummy stripper. And the idea is I was dressed like a mummy with the wrapping around and I would slowly to stripper music unwrap the the ace bandages. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, just, that's like a funny thing. Interstitials right? between like larger sketches. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is like two minutes by them. Two minutes, two or three minutes by slowly unwrapping the mummy uh, garb to music while they can get dressed. <laughs> so I we I run off stage to, to get in the mummy gear and Casey goes, here's your ace bandage and hands me four feet of ace bandage. Nowhere near enough ace bandage to cover my fat body. And I go, what the fuck am I going to do with this? So I only have enough to wrap my face and Hans goes, fuck it. Use toilet paper, throws a roll of toilet paper at me. And I start to wrap my body in toilet paper as like, you guys are getting ready to come off for the sketch. I can't remember how that was going on. So they get off the sketch. I'm now wrapped in toilet paper. (laughs) I come to walk out the side, the door paneling latches, the toilet paper rips all of it off of my body. And now I walk on stage with just, I want to say completely naked, but I had like very skimpy underwear on because it was comedically funnier. Yeah. I just walk on stage in, in like a banana hammock, with just my face wrapped like dark man. And I just have to start dancing. And this woman stands up and she goes, why is this happening? (laughs) She gets up and she goes, fuck this. I'm out. I'm out. She starts. She leaves. But I can't get off the stage because I have to buy two or three minutes of Casey and you guys getting putting on your spacesuits or whatever the fuck. Yes. Yeah. And I was mortified because I just had to stand there in my bo- with my naked body with my face covered and just kind of dance. People are going, leave, leave, stop it. We don't want this. No one wants this. Isn't good. It's dirty. It's it's the Me Too movement hadn't happened, so people didn't know they they didn't have to take this kind of abuse yet. Yeah. And I was just like, 
and Rebecca is just in the back laughing her fucking ass off. Yeah. She kind of like, like, oh, I saw what happened here. Yeah. And she was, well, and like, you'd think you'd get fired for that, but no. No, no. We got free drinks. <laughs> free drinks. That's that what we got. That was, yeah, because early on, too, I mean, we were, you know, flat broke, and, you know, Brendan also ran a show there for a long time. But, you know, flat broke, you would, there would be not a lot of people in the audience. Greg ran our show, um, and then you were given, like, 20 drink tickets. 20. 20. And then the so, bartender would go, out of drink tickets? Yeah. Doesn't matter to me. They never, matter to they me. never meant anything. We don't use real money in this place. <laughs> well, and not only that, for me, for me, it was such a, like, it was so great. Because I think when you don't drink, like I, people don't really pay attention to this kind of thing uh, when they drink. But for me, it was like they always had ice water. They had like five different jugs of ice water throughout the place, <laughs> yeah. probably because everyone there was high all the time. Yeah, but for a sober person, it was great because I could always be drinking water. Second of all, they had pinball. So it was like I don't have to I, I got social anxiety and I'm sober. Great. I'll go fucking play pinball and drink water and uh and then do my set. Like it was it was the best, man. It was like a clubhouse, you know? It, was, like, it was a clubhouse, yeah. It's interesting because yeah. now it's like you know, you hear you I would listen to podcasts before I did comedy. I don't listen to a lot of comedic podcasts anymore, but you would hear about like um Rafifi. Right. And like, what were the other ones? Like, uh, Luna Lounge. Luna Lounge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You would hear that stuff that was before my time. And like, it's like for us, it was, it was the Creek. It was the Eastville open mics, you know, like, right. it, you know, it was, uh, even like yeah. the four o'clock bar 82 open mic. Oh my Remember God, those? Brandon. Four o'clock. We would go there before Eastville and it was just like, what are we doing? It's daylight. It's yeah. not open. Seven, yeah oh my god uh, uh brian i have such specific memories of being on stage at bar 82 at like 4 15 um, <laughs> yeah. with a bunch of grown men who are unemployed and divorced <laughs> yeah, but yeah. i almost fought someone every yeah, time i remember every that. time was almost me being like i'm gonna drag this fucking guy outside and bash his brains in and i, yeah. I just can't go to that open mic anymore yeah, yeah, but but yeah, go um going back to the creek for a little bit. I I have one memory, and I was telling this to Greg the other night when we, Greg and I were on stage doing Savage Animal, and this was a time, and like you were saying, like where you would hear about these things. It was now looking back on it, it's like oh, I was in one of those things, and I right. feel very special to be a part of yeah. that. Where it was yeah. like yeah, whatever that like um 2008 to 2000 you know 15 whatever that chunk of years was was the heyday of this thing and the people there you know then went on to be some of them like super famous right. you know so it was it was like very much like hey this represented a point of time in comedy and the comedians that were there in this particular art form and this was the backdrop for that so mm -hmm. um but i have one specific memory where it was uh and you know and you know that we have very like at this point you could get very, very famous people on a show at Tuesday night for nobody in the audience, and they'd happily right, right. do it. So, uh, like I said, Greg and I were just Greg more so than me, but Greg was just hammered, hammered on margaritas. We're and we're you know, Greg, I, we come wedding out, well, yeah, wedding drunk. We we come out. We're about to introduce the last comic. Greg is lying on the ground shirt off he has a laminate around his neck that is not his name that I, it's just a found laminate in the back <laughs> screaming couldn't introduce the next comic because he kept having us do this is a radio message by r kelly every couple radio message. yeah 
And I had to be like, don't worry, Hannibal. We're going to bring you up soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was was, uh, incredible. Uh, uh, So uh, a a place that I don't think that you could really create if you wanted to. I think just happenstance of... uh, um, so many factors, uh, 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 negligence being one of them, right? What, what a major player, what yeah. brilliance negligence yeah. can create. Um, Rebecca was like, I had such a, like she was, you know, and this goes like, this is a compliment, like such a crazy person, but also like a loving person and also unpredictable. Sure. Like <laughs> I have moments, dude, I have a moment. So I, don't, I just want to like how we started at the creek was i had met dc pearson who was doing Derek comedy which was dc pearson uh ben dominic dominic, dominic Geerkes, and donald glover and, and donald glover and i just like we are kind of new to the city and i go hey dc man i was like hey man you guys are really funny i was like I, i'd love to do your show because he had a show called this is new york and uh i was like you know getting on shows was so hard back then every comic was like send me a tape all that bullshit he just goes i mean come by tuesday you're on yeah. like that, that was it was just like <laughs> yeah. that easy yeah. I do the show and he was like, man, that was like really, he was like, dude, you're really funny. You know, come back anytime. And so I would do that show every now and again. And then DC just goes, hey, you just want this show? And then because Donald Glover was getting famous, they canceled the show. And that's how Savage Animal started. That's how I met Rebecca. We start doing so. We And that was just like, I just wanted to give a little history uh, real yeah, quick on how we started there. Um, but then this is about Rebecca is that like she pulled me, when I you know, first started, like she pulled me aside and she was like, hey, like, I just want you to know, like you're, you're really talented, and she goes, you are going to have a very hard time in this business. I don't remember why she said that, but she was like, you're going to have a very hard time in this business. She watched you read, <laughs> yeah. But she was like, but you're really, really funny, um, and you know, whatever. Like she was like, she like pulled me aside to say that, yeah. And then uh, after knowing me for, I, there's multiple memories of just seeing her in the bar, and she ignores me. And you're just like, wait a minute, you're like, what is happening here? But then that's also the moment where I kind of realized, like, oh, drugs, right? Like, sometimes <laughs> people are on drugs and you don't, right. like, they're in their own head. I just thought she hated me. But then she's always like, you know, like, so she was like this woman who's like, who's been so nurturing and caring to me. And then also sometimes was just like losing her mind because, you know, Matt Wayne set the fucking, almost set the place on fire. <laughs> yeah, they would just yeah. blow. They would do that show. This is hell, and they would this see you uh, in hell. See you in hell, and they would they would come out and shoot fireballs <laughs> out of their mouth in a closed space, and it was like you're gonna burn this place to the ground. The number oh, wild. The number of <laughs> illegal acts that took place yeah. on that stage. I wish there was just a highlight reel of of breaking the building code uh, <laughs> on the creek stage. But yeah, I mean, that's same thing, same thing with Rebecca for me. She's done so much for me, but I also thought she hated me for four years. So it's like, you know, it's hard. Uh, but she was so, she created this such a special place. And just, just this while we're talking about it, to get it down for posterity's sake, um, for those of you that, that don't really know, and you guys were there a little bit before me, so correct me if I'm wrong, but Basically, what happened was Rebecca did not buy The Creek in the Cave with the intention of it being a comedy club. I guess uh, she comes from a theater background. I think they were going to do music there, and then there ended up being like noise problems or something like that. And from what I understand is John F. O'Donnell 
came by one day and asked if he could do a comedy open mic. And then mm -hmm. that led to the guys from Donald Glover's guys coming in. Is that the, is that the story? Is that the kind of the, how it became a comedy venue? Is that true? So I think the music thing is true. I'm not hundred percent. I mean, like I've heard that, but I never heard it from Rebecca's mouth. So yeah. that was like rumor. Uh, then, they, and then, so they did a lot of improv and they had one open mic, um, kingdom of heaven where Jenna O'Donnell was doing the open mic. And then Dominic, they did that. Uh, Dom, Derek comedy did their yeah their show this is New York uh, and then we were the third comedy show I believe that ever happened uh, Savage Animal was like the third stand up comedy show wow that ever happened at the creek and um, like 90% sure that's true yeah uh, I know I, I know I know we were very early we were early on in terms of like a reoccurring show that was there I mean Kingdom Heaven oh, right. was just like staple open mic and then there was a, a, maybe a few more open mics but like I, I I don't know the exact numbers but we were pretty early on in terms of uh, having a reoccurring show there Savage yeah. Animal was definitely if not the first definitely one of the first book shows I did in New York for sure because I knew because I, I met yeah. you guys very early on through open mics and like you know, for those of you that don't know the scene, that's a big deal, man. Like, and now it seems like nothing because you're like, oh, fuck, another bar show, you know, like I still like them. But 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 when you're first there and just yeah. doing open mics, like, God damn, could I get yeah. booked on something, you know? So that was a big deal to be like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to the creek. I'm booked on Savage Animal, you know, like yeah. Savage Animal was cool because like it was like everything else at the creek, like <clears throat> some nights. It would be packed the fuck out, yeah. you know, like, and then s sometimes one guy, like, you didn't know, but like, <laughs> yeah. it, they were never all bad. Like, sometimes just for whatever, chest hair, sometimes we had a full crowd, and we yep. wouldn't know why. Nobody knew yeah. why. <laughs> well, Anthony and I had a, a few tricks in our sleeves that we always incorporated. One, we loved comedy, so we would always watch every comedian and legitimately laugh hard. Remember, yeah. like Jesse Pop, yeah. who's like a great comedian. He did the show almost every week, and he would just keep coming. Nancy and I would watch him and actually laugh. And then there was a, I had this scam that I would do every now and again. Is that I don't remember if you remember, I would do this in the beginning. I would book improv groups and then put them on sure. at the end, so the improv groups would have to watch the stand-up comedians. <laughs> so we would have like this thing, and then we would, and then like just all the comedians would leave, and the improv group would up there doing whatever the fuck they were doing for the end. But that yeah. was like a trick I was pulling for a while. <laughs> That's yeah. a great trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it it's good. I, I think the improv groups get kind of hip to it, and they, uh, you know, they either trickle in later or only yeah. like two show up, or they just kind of stone you for the whole time, and then they go up and do their scene. Those, those that was a great, great idea, and then it, it always got like a little. Um, there was like a little bit of tension. I remember. Well, it, it always de it depended on the improv group because if it was like cool. I remember it was like sure. groups that we liked and they were cool. They would hang and they would watch and it would be fun. Like murder fist would come and they were like awesome right. and cool and they would hang. But then there were ones who just like thought they were good and it's like, yeah. they thought they were like big time and they would act shitty. And then we would just walk out and it was like, there'd just be no one except these three fucking idiots on stage doing whatever the fuck they were doing. Yeah. Cause sometimes too, we would even, we would, it would be our improv group. Because we were still yeah. doing improv early on, so sometimes it would be our improv group who had to who sat through a stand up show, and they were usually cool because it was you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And then we would we would go up and do improv at the end. I remember those moments seeing the stand ups be like 
wait a minute, these guys are spies. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they've been improvisers the whole time. Like I, I remember yeah. having that, like, man, I, I feel like I fleeced you moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, did you do, yeah. st- did you technically do, I know I wouldn't say technically because you did stand up a few times when we were in Jersey. Sure. Um, but do you think you did more, you did improv before stand up? Yes. Much more improv before I did stand up. Absolutely. Um, because I only did stand up a couple. I mean, I was writing jokes, but I only did stand up right. a couple times in Jersey. And then we did improv like pretty solely for about a year. I mean, I hosted yeah. the show with you, but I wasn't doing stand up until like probably like six or eight months in the hosting that show. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cause I had done stand up in Jersey. We did improv and I was still trying to do my like find my shows and you'd come to them. Cause I remember yeah, doing, I was, yeah, I did. Uh, were, uh, yeah. Uh, too cool for school with Nick Turner. Yeah, you do Nick show with Nick and Jason show in Greenpoint. Too cool for fun. school, and then uh, there was Hugs, which was Zach Sims, uh, Zach Bussard, and um, maybe Neil Stasny, I think. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, all I was doing was trying to get on in Whiplash. And then Let's Brendan. Oh, sure. That's, that's, uh, we've, I think we've already exhausted that topic. Yeah, and then Brendan. And then Brendan came in like a firestorm with his great clue joke. I did have that great clue joke. Somebody took that <laughs> from me, I think. And I just, it was like not a good enough joke that I never said anything. So, <laughs> yeah. Cause I was kind of like, well, if that, you, you ever do, you ever have a joke and then someone does like a similar enough joke and you're like, well, if that person thought of it, then totally. I don't want my joke anymore. Right. Like, yes. you know, uh, but, you know, uh, I'm glad I didn't get that text. I'm glad you brought it up, Greg, because, uh, I don't know the creek. Yeah. I mean, I met a lot of people at the creek, and and it, it, I just it meant a lot to me, you know, that place. Uh, and and I I have I wasn't there as much. I mean, obviously with the quarantine, but 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 even before that, we were, none of us were there as much. As you get busy, you start being on the road. You're not you're not really doing the mics. It was and when I'd go, I'd feel less at home because there's a bunch of younger kids I didn't know, you know? So, but man, there was a time when that was sort of my comedy home, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's sad. And I, I, I just hope Rebecca lands on her feet and I, I know she will. And, um, well, that's the thing I keep saying about her is like, I keep thinking she's dead and I message her. I'm like, I just, I, you're not dead. You're alive. She'll still be around. And she'll be doing whatever she does. She's always got her fingers in other pots. And I wouldn't be surprised if some other uh, iteration of it comes back when quarantine kind of sees its way through. But uh, yeah. yeah, like we, the, the place is dead and it is like a funeral. But I keep forgetting the actual person and the people that I would see there aren't dead. You know, like I, we can still text those people and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, well, it wasn't. Well, oh, Brendan, yeah, to go back to it wasn't a text. Greg and I were just hanging out the other night and he mentioned it. That's all. Oh, um, no, I put it in the group chat. Just, uh, just, oh, uh, just yeah, I definitely the topics the for the no. podcast to each other. Great. <laughs> no, no I, I, I definitely put it in the group. I'm like 99% sure I put it in the group text. Oh, maybe you did. I might have. Uh, oh, then I overlooked it. My apologies. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> for me, I would always say uh, the closing of the creek to me was more than a building close. It was a point in time definitively right. and. That's right. I think what was so sad to me, um, but also beautiful at the same time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, it's the end of an, like your childhood, kind of. Like, yeah, just, you know, as much as I started in Jersey as bullshit, it was like really it was the creek that allowed me to uh, kind of find who who I was. I don't know if you're getting that echo, but it's driving me fucking crazy. Uh, I can't hear it. 
I can't hear it. Once I put headphones on, that should have taken care of it if it was it coming from my end. Who knows what's going on? Um, yeah, maybe it's fine. It's uh, it's funny that we've been doing this podcast almost just as long, and audio issues are still rampant as ever. No, they're usually good. My, you know, my fucking goddamn fucking. No, I'm not uh, blaming. I'm just saying it's funny. No, I, I know. I'm, I'm furious. Definitely I'm say the Radu cast carries the Creek spirit <laughs> with yeah. it um, at all times. Um, but that'll do it for the free guy. All right. Yep. Um, Do it. Take it away, Anthony. So that has been the free episode of the Rad Dude Cast. You know that. You're at the end of it. And as always, you can watch the episode on YouTube if you're not doing that already. That's a good time. And uh, if you want three bonus episodes every week, you can go to patreon.com slash raddudecast. And please follow us on Instagram at the Rad Dude Cast And like they both said we have all kinds of great new merch available on teespring.com slash store slash rad dudecast. We got hoodies. We got zip up hoodies. We got shirts. We got tank tops. We got maskinis. We do not have thongs. <laughs> Contrary to what Brendan would like there. No uh, uh, um, and we're going to soon be doing more specific designs. If Greg can, you know, uh, deliver, decide on an artist that he likes, um, we will have Very the Anthony true. collection up and running. <laughs> Waiting on my brother. Yeah. So, we're, we're, so the plan is like Greg and Anthony were just saying, we are going to have like really specific, very cool stuff up there all, ongoing and on an ongoing basis. But right now we have that brand, the the updated Wolf logo. It's awesome. Um, so again, I'll reiterate it one more time. Teespring.com slash stores slash rad dude cast. Uh, check it out. No thongs. Uh, they will. That's <laughs> on the table. You it got is your on own thong out of a t-shirt. You could make one if you wanted to. It's just like a shoelace. Um, oh, yeah. and then does anyone have shows? I'm sure some people got some shows. Mine got canceled. <laughs> oh, I have one that isn't canceled yet. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll be at Mohegan Sun, uh, the Comics Roadhouse Comedy Club. It's gonna be sick, and you're gonna get sick. We're all gonna be. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> gonna... Oh, come out. Oh, also, yeah, come out. Also, uh, every Friday, I'm doing a uh, Mandalorian recap videos. Uh, where we're recapping the episode. Anthony was on the last one. I think he'll be on the next one again. It, he keeps saying it's his day off. <laughs> Seems so. fair. Seems fair. Anthony's on the last one. Uh, trying to find a guy for the next one. Probably Anthony. Uh, I didn't watch the show. Do you even know anything about? Do you know anything about Star Wars? I know everything about. I'll learn. I'll read a book. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, I'll figure it out, man. Schedule permitted, I'll be there. We'll see. Yeah, um, we're doing and- the Mandalorian recap videos. I'm very excited about them. They've been so far. They've been very funny. Um, 99% sure Anthony will be there, but it's his day off. So who knows? Load management. I've said it before. I got to be good and rested for the for the big one. The you know our podcast, and then mm-hmm. November nineteenth, myself. Oh, I will be at uh, Soul Joel's Outdoor Comedy Extravaganza in Royersford, Pennsylvania, on Thursday, November nineteenth, and then also. Uh, December 9th, I'll be at Helium uh, Comedy Club inside uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And uh, and then uh, December 11th and 12th, I'll be at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Illinois. Nope, Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> um, and, uh, but, you know, probably, you know, ah, man, maybe one out of those four will get canceled due to the, uh, the uh, viral spike. Great. 
<laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> The Rad Dude Cast is hosted by Anthony DeVito, Brendan Eyre, and Greg Stone. Original music by Brian Zippert. Produced by Mike Suarez. Executive producers Brendan Eyre, Greg Stone, and Anthony DeVito. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.